When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So last week we posted on our story for our 200th song in celebration. We posted the two songs that we wanted to save. One that I wanted to save, blame it on the alcohol, and one that you wanted to save. Poker face. Poker face. Mm -hmm. And we let the Glinstagram glowers vote on which one's going to the next round. And the winner of the vote is... It's you. Say it, it with me. It's blame it on the alcohol. It's blame it on the alcohol. Um, T pain. I mean, uh, I'm looking up the actual like percentage, like how it really boiled down. Um, blame it on the okay. alcohol received 65 percent of the votes, and Poker Face received 35. Um, That's even with loyal Glinstagram follower Vincent Ward going to his Instagram. Oh yes, yeah. And being like, please, God, followers, vote for Poker Face for me. I was afraid that, like, if Poker Face wins, is there going to be some sort of politics that, you know, like, there was, like, no one else, no one was campaigning for Blame It on the Alcohol. So, no, Blame It on the Alcohol just won off of pure greatness. I'm not saying it's a bad song. It was on my list of songs that I wanted to bring back. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Poker Face. I do believe that it is the best Shelby and Rachel duet. I think it's looking camp directly in the eye. Um, no <laughs> blinking. And, you know, it's sad. It's sad to see it lose. But you know what? I'm, I'm glad that Blame It on the Alcohol is going through. But I'm more sad that Trouty Mouth is gone forever. We didn't even think about... Bi- well, we did think about bringing Trouty Mouth back. Yeah, we did. Don't do that. <laughs> We did. We definitely considered it. You can yeah. go back to the episode and be like, Trouty Mouth. Yeah, Trouty um, Mouth. But I no. mean, there. I mean, yeah, there are a number of number of songs that we've rehashed. That you know, unfortunately, we can only bring back one. And this time around, one. There can only be one. It was blaming on the alcohol. Last time I had my way. You have your way this time. I know that's kind of amazing. I want. I want all that jazz and blame it on the alcohol to be in Glacket round two. Oh, God. That just, like, hurts my head just even thinking about it. Blame it on the alcohol. Duh. I think that all that jazz has more going for it. No, I literally just watched the episode with all that jazz in it, the Winter Showcase episode. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Like, context-wise, it doesn't do much for you? Context-wise, doesn't do much for me. Kate Hudson's character just pisses me off more than anything um she's just there and evil for no reason i think that kate hudson served as a great villain i th- I wish that she was like actually like series regular i wish that we could have seen you know her entire arc um uh yeah well i want the backstory that's what i want i want a gleequel a glee prequel just starring kate hudson young kate hudson and i think who was in the Carrie Diaries and... Oh, Anna Sophia Robb. Anna Sophia Robb. Was she in Last Night in Soho? No, that was Anya Taylor-Joy. 
No, the other girl that's in that's, the other blonde girl. No, that's um the girl from old. <gasps> she gets old. She gets old. Well, I mean, like she's that. That's like the middle girl. She's like the. I always get them confused. It's Nat Wolf in this movie and old. It's Alex it's Wolf. Alex in... Wolf. Get your Naked Brothers Band facts straight, Andrew. For once. No, and what I was saying, Anna Sophia Robb could play young Kate Hudson in the Gleequel. We did get a, a little bit of a Kate Hudson backstory. I don't know if you remember in the Britney Spears, the second one. Mm, I haven't gotten to that yet. Okay, literally the Britney Spears, the Britney 2.0 is earlier in the season than the Winter Show co- Showcase oh, God. episode. <laughs> did you just skip it? No, I think I started with what we were on another Glee podcast and we talked about a season four episode. The breakup. The breakup. I started oh, with the breakup. Okay, so you missed yeah. the entire 45 minutes of it's in backstory. Um, yes. Yeah, it was thrilling. Anything else we want to say? Blame it on the alcohol. Great song, great number, great performance. I'm glad it's going through. Um, that's all. I, I'm scared to see what the 300th song is because I looked at my cup the other day. Sometimes I just sit on my bed mm-hmm. watching TV and I look at my cup. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy how deep some of these songs are. Do you want to know what I pulled out of my cup the other day? What? My cup. You pulled my cup out of your cup? My cup is in my cup. (gasps) That's good. Is that title? My cup? Is that title of that? Wait. (laughs) (laughs) My cup has my cup. My cup has my cup. Yes. Okay. My cup has taking. I, can we talk about this? Is this is that bad? Is that I, I know. Is this, is this? I don't think so. I mean, at Gleeks, you understand. I have half of the songs. Allison has half of the songs. Mm-hmm. We can see what's in our cups. We're not changing it. Exactly. Taking chances in my cup. Gleek, uh, keep holding on is in my cup. Oh, Anything I have keep you holding can do, on. I can do better. I have keep holding on season five version. You have keeping holding on season one version. It could, original. It could season be a one. A matchup. And and I have Teenage Dream season two. Season two? I don't know if I have season four. Uh, I, we'll have to I see. might have both of them. We'll have to see. Keep listening, folks. <laughs> um, but we really do have a really fantastic guest for this week's episode. Um, Absolutely incredible. Just... Uh, incredible i don't even know you there's a million things you could say before her name oh yeah tony award winner glee project season two glee cast member glee cast member author inspo author the moment everything star star of only murders in the building sorry selena gomez sorry selena (laughs) um i guess that's it i mean we're gonna we're gonna cut to we had to record this after because we didn't get the results of the whatever anyway gleeks you understand here are we in the past cut to (laughs) post-production andrew put the real episode here okay here we go bye (laughs) allison ready no (laughs) i'm fully not ready for this episode i am so excited we our gleek of the week this week insane just like literally when you think about booked and busy literally definition wikipedia article speaking wikipedia article 
read through our League of the Week's <laughs> Wikipedia article this morning. Stacked. Head to toe, stacked. I'm like, oh my God. When <laughs> the fact that our League of the Week has an hour of time, literally <laughs> insane. Um, <laughs> but uh, I feel like we don't even need to talk anymore. No. Let's just bring in our League of the Week, our League of the Week this week from the Glee Project, cast member on Glee, Tony Award winner, Ali Stroker. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. Okay, Ali, we need to ask you a few things. First and foremost, we are so sorry that you did not win the Glee Project. <laughs> Travesty, not over it. <laughs> you did not win the Glee Project. However, you were on an episode of Glee. And I've been curious for so many years about that conversation about like, Okay, how did that work out that you actually did come on the series for an episode? Yeah, so uh, first of all, the Glee Project was so fun. I had the best time <laughs> yeah. on the Glee Project. Uh, and Glee, both the Glee Project and Glee, like really changed my life in so many mm -hmm. ways. Like I feel like it was sort of my break. Um, and... So when I, I was on the second season and there were three finalists, Eileen, me and Blake. And mm -hmm. so season one, there was more than one winner. And I guess that like didn't go down well with the fans. They were like, that's not how this works. Which like, <laughs> yeah, I get that. So when yeah. <laughs> the final, the finale happened, um, they announced that Blake won and that was how it was mm -hmm. gonna go. And then I can't remember when I found out that they did wanna bring me on an episode. So uh, so then I found out that I was gonna be on an episode and I was so excited because <laughs> for so long, like the dream was Glee, the dream was Glee. And like I graduated from NYU in 2009 and um, we're on a podcast so people can't see me, but I am in a wheelchair. And when I graduated from uh, NYU, I had a really hard time like even getting auditions, you guys, because mm -hmm. there are very few people with disabilities in this business. And so there was like a lot of fear. And I think people were just concerned about like how it would work to hire me. And when Glee came out, I was like, oh my God, this is a world that I fit perfectly into. Like, I don't have to make it work. Like, this is my world. And yeah. so I moved to LA after I graduated from NYU to be on Glee. Like, I didn't even have an audition <laughs> yeah. yet. Like, I did not have an audition, but I was like, I'm going to get Glee. And so <laughs> yeah. I auditioned for the show like two years <laughs> Before I did the Glee Project and was on Glee. And I oh auditioned right. at UDK, which is the casting office, for Robert Ulrich. They put me on tape and they were like, we're going to show this to Ryan, Ryan Murphy. Like, you're definitely going to get on the show. Yeah. And then I never heard anything. Oh. Wait, did you like? Did you audition for a specific part? No, or? it was just a general. They like no. had me sing, but they were like, you're, mm -hmm. you know, and, and everyone who I was coming in contact with, they were like, you're perfect for Glee. You're perfect for Glee. Yeah. And I was like, you may think that, but I need Ryan <laughs> Murphy to think I'm perfect for Glee. So, right. so then when Glee, the Glee project was like, came out, I, I got an audition for season one and I was in the middle of doing Spelling Bee at the Paper Mill Playhouse and I couldn't 
go yes. to the callbacks. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then Glee Project season two came around and I made a tape and I sent it in and I went to the in-person auditions and then I got called back yeah. and went through the process and ended up getting on the show. But it was like a three, I know I said two years earlier, but it was like a three year process to get to wow. the Glee Project. Right. In Glee. So, you know, that's like just to say, like, if you have a dream, if you have like a goal, do not give up because like Mm. you're not necessarily going to get there the way you think you should get there. But Mm. like all of a sudden and I was nervous about doing the Glee Project because I had like a real judgment on reality TV. Cause I, yeah. cause I had just come out of like acting school and I was like, I'm an actor. I'm not a reality <laughs> TV star. So, so anyway, so this is the longest answer to your question, but no, that <laughs> is, here for, here that for. is how, um, I ended up on Glee. And then when I found out that I was playing like, uh, like Artie's love interest and I was playing like a yeah. cheerleader bitch, I was like, Yes, I just was so excited to play like kind of against what I think in so many ways people sort of saw me. And Mm, the other part of what I loved about that was that, you know, having a disability and being in a chair, I think that in so many ways, sometimes people want to like, they just want to make it so that it's comfortable for everyone. Right. They're just Mm, like, I'm a little bit uncomfortable around disability. So let's like just make you like somebody that everyone loves. Right. Right. Yeah. But like secretly, I was like, I want to play somebody real. And I want to play somebody that like I don't necessarily get to be in everyday life. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? And so it was just such a cool opportunity to play Betty. And I loved it. And um, and then I was on the set and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, here we are. And also, like, I am a fan of the show. And I always have okay. been. So it's like to work with, to work, on, like, to work on a show and work with people that you look up to and respect and love so much. It's just such a dream. And to this day, people are like, I loved you on Glee. And I'm like, that was... 10 years ago but yeah fully oh thank you made an impact i know yeah thank you you. now i rewatched your episode yesterday uh in preparation and literally already in like the like penultimate scene of the episode says to your character when you're rolling with Artie abrams anything could happen like hey we might see this character again why did we never see Petty again? I mean, like, <laughs> were there any conversations about you coming back? Or what was going on there? There was. There there were conversations about maybe me coming back. But I think the mm-hmm. way that Glee worked kind of was that they had to kind of keep up with all the characters. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so there were so many. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there were, like, so many storylines going on at once. Literally. Oh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that, like, I think they just, like, couldn't maybe figure out a way to weave it back in. And it's all good because yeah. the other part about shooting Glee is that it took, like, three and a half weeks to shoot one episode because yeah. there's so many pieces to it. And I really feel for all of those, like, you know, series regulars, because 
it's like three times the amount of work of what it normally is to shoot yeah. a TV show because they've got to be in this recording studio, recording all the music, they're in dance rehearsal, and then they're on set. And it's just like, it's it was so much work for all of them. So I felt like at the end of my three and a half weeks of shooting my episode, I was like, okay, I got a sense of what this is and maybe I don't need to do yeah. this for another six months. This is like yeah. grueling. This is such hard work. Like those those cast members worked so hard. I respect all of them yeah. so much. Did you watch the full series before your episode, after ep- your episode? I'm trying to remember. I know I watched all of it before, but okay. I don't remember if I continued after. I think I did. I think I did. I, no judgment. About I mean, it. I fell off at season five and six, so it's fair. I mean, I loved it so much. You know, it was always so fun to watch, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm such like a musical theater like geek in so many ways. Yeah. So I think that even if I didn't watch the full episodes, I was definitely like YouTubing like the musical numbers, and then right. like yeah. the idea of these mashups. I was like. This is so good. Like, I just loved it. Love. I loved them. Yes. <laughs> um, do you have, before we get into any songs, do you have any favorite performances, songs from the series? That yeah, I loved when they did I Believe I Can Fly and then into, uh, like, fly. yeah, Fly. I always thought that was so good. Yeah. I mean, Don't Stop Believing was always, like, any time they reprised it, I was like, Oh, I'm sobbing. Like, I just loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um, I always, I also always loved, like, um, anytime Leah would do, like, big Broadway numbers, I was always like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I'm here for this. Here yeah. For and, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, I also am such a Jane Lynch fan. Like, I just think she's a genius. And so (laughs) I would watch, like, just to see what Jane Lynch was going to do next. Because she really, (laughs) (laughs) because she really, like, I know that people thought, like, towards the end that she sort of became, like, a character of herself. But I, I also think that they wrote her in a way that it became theatrical. Like, it became, like, even greater than... I mean, the whole show was, right? Like, right. Yeah. Like, in so many ways. It was all. It's too yeah, big. it was yeah. like, it yeah. was like larger than life. It was a musical. It was mm-hmm. so special. Um, the dancing, like, Heather Morris is just so, yeah. so amazing. Incredible. I loved watching her. Um, anyway, it just, it, it was a show that brought me so much joy. And I'm just so yeah. grateful for it. So we're projecting. Fly, I believe I can fly. Any Jane Lynch, any Heather Morris dancing, and Broadway, and the Broadway songs that and the Broadway songs. Big Broadway, big Broadway. Okay. Do we want to get into it? Okay, cool. Yeah. I think we should get into it. I think we should get into it and pull our first song. (laughs) Okay, so what do we do? What do I do again? You just (laughs) you just just sit back, relax. Sit back, relax. We've got it. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure (laughs) that I wasn't responsible for anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> this first song, season five, it's a deep cut. Okay. It is a deep cut. Um, let me show you. Do, my do you know it? I do know it only because it is October twenty sixth. Um, so that is related in some way. Not really. Let's just watch.
saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain He was looking for a place called Lee Ho Fucks For to get a big dish of beef chow mein Ah ooh, werewolves of London door You better not let him in No, no, no Little old lady got mutilated late last night Werewolves of London again Walking with the Queen Doing the werewolves of London Woo! I saw Lon Chaney Jr. Walking with the Queen Doing the werewolves of London Why? I saw a werewolf drinking a pina colada at Trader Vicks <laughs> His hair was perfect Okay, can you hear us? Yes, Werewolves of London crashed my computer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. There she is. Werewolves of London, Artie and Sam, um, it crashed your computer, (laughs) Allison. Allie, what are we thinking of Werewolves of London? (laughs) I mean, I love... Kevin and Cord, they're so great. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like as we got deeper into the later seasons, we were really like pulling for straws on songs. Right. I could not agree more. Yeah. Like it's like we exactly. did all the hits and now we got to get licensing on more songs. So like, not that right. they had any trouble because I feel like in so many ways, Glee brought songs back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like a whole generation became obsessed with Journey because of Glee. You know right. what I mean? So right. like, so that was amazing. But, like, I mean, you know, we watch that, and it's sort of like, what is going on? <laughs> They're washing yeah. dogs. Like, what's happening here? Yeah. I'm confused. No. Oh, yeah. It wasn't for me. And I also, like, have no memory of, like, that at all. But <laughs> I do okay. love Kevin and Cord's, like, riffing at the end. Like, I feel like they all always showed up, you know? Like, mm. like. In you know in the business you're like sell it right you gotta like sell what you're given you know they're not exactly. choosing the songs yeah. so it's they really right. they they did the best with what they had and the other thing about Werewolves of London and about any scene in on stage on film anything if you put a live animal in that scene that's the only thing anybody's watching right <laughs> exactly yeah yeah <laughs> it's just like how it works like. No, well, like, live animals steal the scene. They're scene stealers. They right. always have been. They always will be. So I was definitely watching the puppy. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the hairdos yeah, were cute focused. too. The hairdos were cute. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's so crazy to watch it because you can already feel it. It already feels like it's dated. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Lee already feels I, like it's like another generation. No, I agree. It was fine. Um, it was okay. I don't. I would be surprised if um if it makes it to it the wins. next round. Yeah. I, if it makes it to the next round, I guess we'll see what I pull uh, in competition. <laughs> I, I know, I know that Allison loves this oh, song. Oh, good. <laughs> okay. Yes. Our heavenly Father. Is also in heaven. May the light of this flickering candle illuminate the night the way your spirit illuminates my soul. Papa, can you hear me? Can you see me? Papa, can you hear me? The 
who's next? <laughs> um, who's next? We wanted uh, we wanted Big Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. We got Big Leah Michelle. We got it. We got right, it. Papa, can you hear me? We got it. You got your wish. I got my wish. Allie, Papa, can you hear me? What are your thoughts? Uh, Leah sounds great. Um, you know, the drama, you know, is right. is there. I think also like watching those kinds of scenes now after the insane year that we've been through or two years that we've been through, I'm like, oh, this is so intense. Just like right. see anyone yeah. like in the hospital, right? Um, but uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a far reach for me as far as like. <laughs> I know, Allison, you love, I love this Rachel Solo, this Rolo. For some reason, this and like Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah, like you don't think they're like year round songs. They're like special little moment songs. I will listen to those two songs any day of the week, any time of day. Yeah. You hit me up, I'm listening to Papa Can You Hear Me. So good. Get it, girl. Why? Get it. What is it about Papa Can You Hear Me? <laughs> I never understood this I about you. I just appreciate. This is probably my favorite song from that episode, either this or um, What If God Was One of Us. So, just so good. Leah Michelle sounds amazing. Finn is just in the background, kind of like confused, but also very introspective. Yeah. Um, I love the boombox by the side of the water. It's just- Okay, but I have have a question. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's not her dad. No, that's, that's Kurt's not dad. her dad. Very valid question. <laughs> yeah. So my question is, why why did she get that solo? Why it is it Chris of, singing that solo? Right. So Kurt's dad uh, has a heart attack and goes into a coma, and right. they all kind of use this time worrying about Kurt's dad to kind of go introspective into their own lives. Finn finds a grilled cheese that has Jesus imprinted on it. Yeah. It's the very religious episode of Glee, the one time uh, that Glee gets super duper religious. So they're all kind of just using it as their own way to explore and they're all taking turns singing to Bert in the hospital. Yeah. So like Rachel, Quinn and Mercedes are all in the hospital room and because they all come from different faiths Mm -hmm. that they all get turned singing, but we only see Rachel singing, so. <laughs> Obviously. Of course. Obviously. Listen, yeah. listen, I, it, it was a tall order to get, you know, to to write a storyline and find music that fits. Right. And I love it. They got yeah. creative and mm-hmm. Leah sang, Papa, can you hear me? Yeah, it's Barbara. And Allison it's is here for it. Right, 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 right. It's too on point. Love it. I'm not. But when it when it comes between the two songs of Werewolves in London versus <laughs> Papa Can You Hear Me, who's starting the vote on that one? I, I want to see where Allie goes. I know where my heart lies, but. <laughs> oh, I definitely would go with Papa Can You Hear Me. Okay, same here. I I think I have to. Werewolves of London. No. Where Where did that come from? Where is it going? We're not sure. Uh-uh. Yeah. Not for me. It was Not it was just me. a it was a moment for cord and uh for, no. It looked Kevin. like they had Kevin. They had fun on set. They had fun. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Yeah.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I have our next song. Do you know it? I do know it. And it might be a little controversial, but I'm, okay. I'm willing to get into this. It's, you're going to see it and be like, why does she think this? But here we go. Now, do you guys have all these videos ready? Yeah. We have all of them ready. We have all of them saved. Like we randomly draw them and then we have all the videos saved and we just pull them up. You guys are amazing. (laughs) And this song, not going to crash my computer. I really hope so. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly all your life. You were only waiting for this moment to arise. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these sunken eyes and learn to see all your life you were only waiting for this moment to be free blackbird controversial yeah why is it okay i think it's controversial because i don't really like it uh she's that why i loved it she's giving her truth why don't you like it (laughs) no okay so as i am professionally a bird trainer um that is my job title as a bird trainer i can identify with being sad over a bird's death that is what this song is about um, but it's not my favorite. This is not the route that you, I was expecting. <laughs> Wait, this it's... is about a bird dying? Yeah, so. Th- In the context of the show, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they gave Kurt a warbler to take care of as his initiation into the warblers. Um, it did die. Uh, he is singing and mourning about it. Um, I mean, we're getting we're getting Kurt sit, grieving through song. This is what we wanted after Pop Again, You Hear true. Me. Um, Full true. range. So. Full range. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's not my favorite Kurt solo. That's why it's controversial virtual for me. Okay. So I... Would fight for this. Listen. I would fight for this. So I... So there's a few reasons why I love this. 
the first one being that I love the song. I mm-hmm. love Blackbird. Mm-hmm. Like I have so many good associations to it. And second of all, I was in an acapella group in college. So anytime yes. we're doing acapella, I'm like, yes, I love it so much. <laughs> and it's it. kind of when Blaine like is falling in love with Kurt. He's kind of just yeah. Again, introspective, like coming to terms with, oh, I'm in love with this man. I didn't realize how much of this song had to do with Blaine. Right. Like, like majority of the shots are Blaine. I feel yeah. where it's like focusing on his reactions. Um, I guess it's when he's like finally like swooning for this guy after his bird dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It, it is it, it is up there. You know, a few episodes ago, we had Rose's turn. Mm-hmm. Blackbird, also right up there. On top of the list, Colo. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but... I, like, I liked it. It was good. It was good. It was good. It was a good season I, two. I am afraid of what it's against. I'm afraid that we're going to pull a better song and that Blackbird won't go through. That's, That's true. That's true. Okay. This is, this is a good number i am afraid for blackbird no again another another season two song okay it's from possibly the best hour of the show the super bowl episode (laughs) here we go
That was great. Thriller, heads were roll. We got a mashup. Allie, what are we thinking? <laughs> That's for sure my favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Love I it. tell you how difficult that is to do that kind of production, like they probably spent like five overnights getting Ugh. that. Like between the choreography, yeah. the costumes, the number of people that are at right. that shoot yeah. in that scene. Like, I think maybe it's because I'm shooting something right now. Like the um, the number of elements that went into that to make that what it was is so much work. And so yeah. I am just like, and, and the choreography. And it also, I think I love it because Artie is dancing in the whole mm-hmm. thing. And, you know, yeah. as an actor in a wheelchair, like I think it's so cool to see another like, to see a character in a wheelchair dancing like and doing the moves with the entire group yeah. like really? that means a lot to me mm-hmm. i love the choreography incredible karofsky loves it em- enough to come through and join yeah. the team and i was like that's how you know it's good dance moves is if david karofsky comes out of the crowd that's right he's like let me join in that's right <laughs> uh i love this episode I feel like this might be the the strongest episode of Glee, the Sue Sylvester shuffle. Yeah. I think it's so funny. The fact, I think that they, I feel like they put so much more emphasis on this episode because it was airing right after the Super Bowl. And like, I feel like, I guess 2011 mm-hmm. um, to make it like the biggest spectacle, the best writing, best songs, everything. It is so good. I rewatched the um, Sue and Katie Couric interview (laughs) at the end of this episode last night. And it is so good. (laughs) It's just like the funniest thing that as like to cap the episode, Katie Couric's interviewing Sue and she's just like, how does it feel to be loser of the year after like losing your national competition? And then she's just like, I hate you, Diane Sawyer. It is the best. I literally (laughs) love this episode. It is so good. Naya doing the Hedzel roll part. Mm-hmm. It's just fantastic. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's quintessential glee. So good. Like, yeah. big number. Yeah. It's great. I didn't realize, however, until re-watching this with my boyfriend, he's never watched it before. And he was like, um, they literally go, this is the halftime performance. They go back and uh, perform the second half of the game in their zombie makeup. Literally. And... <laughs> And he's like, that is like definitely like not allowed at all. And I was just like under their impression, like, oh, okay. I don't know anything about so, football. Why would I know that? Exactly. So uh, there are no rules. There are no rules. No. In yeah. <laughs> so thriller oh, heads will roll versus Blackbird. Thriller. It's heads will roll. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Are these going to be just unanimous decisions? Because I agree. I. I, I'm going to put my vote down for Blackbird okay. still. Okay. I'll just put it out there. It's not going through. Just let it be known. Okay. okay. Let it be known I there was it. a vote for Blackbird. Yeah. <laughs> I do have my final song of the episode. I'm okay. so excited. Oh, this is a good Second one? Second episode of Glee, baby. <gasps> oh, this is good. She take my money when I'm in need. Yeah. She's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger way over town that digs on me. She 
She was supposed to buy your shorty tight coat with your money She went to the doctor, got lipo with your money She walking around looking like Michael with your money Should've got that insured Geico for your money If you ain't no punk, holla, we want prenup We want prenup, yeah! Okay, you cannot tell me that Rachel Berry and Kurt Hummel know that song without looking at the sheet music <laughs> Definitely not Uh-uh the only Kanye uh-uh. song in the series, yes? Uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, I would sign off on that. I will yeah. let Will Schuster have this. I will let Will Schuster have this. I, I understand that that Matthew Morrison rapping is fully a meme <laughs> and uh, not respected by a lot of people. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna let him have this one. <laughs> this is like, I mean, this is this. I think the second episode. Mm-hmm. And so I like it. I thought it was fun. I love it. And let's not sleep on Mercedes. True. Oh, never. Because she's bringing the power. She You're is. building to that. And also, this is second yeah. season, so we're just getting warmed up. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. she brings fire on Literally. The show. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. Amber Riley is a genius. I mean, her mm-hmm. voice is so nuts. So, I mean, that's always just like a a a like a gift to hear her say right. yeah. anything. Um, so I I loved that, and I mean, Schuster's so great, yeah. right? Like we love him, yeah. and he's so he's so like he's such a dork because mm-hmm. he's like he loves theater too, right? Yeah. I love this song, Terry. Best line of the episode. Just want to throw it out there. We don't. We seldom get any Terry feature in any song, but Terry's line in this episode, walking into a bedroom and saying, "This is where our daughter or gay son will sleep." Literally, best line. Of the series. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. The final. Okay. This is a good one. Okay. But I think. Might be a controversial second season. Okay. Final song of the episode. Here we go. This is this is a fun one. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
cereal. Seeing everything, the time is going, ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing. Gotta get down to the bus stop. Gotta catch my bus. I see my friends kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat. Gotta make my mind up. Which seat can I take? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. guys in new directions um i i don't know this song was such a moment in 2011 it was yes huge Mm -hmm. they rode that wave glee like as it was happening luckily the friday wave um and they still got it and i think that if memory serves correctly they tried singing this song during that tour that summer but it didn't do well. And so they only did it the first like few stops on the tour <laughs> and then just stopped singing it. Exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. Um, Allie, what are we thinking of Friday? Oh, it's so good. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Again, I love yeah. these huge production numbers that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The guys sound great. It's it, and that was really fun that Glee was able to do songs while they were hot in real life. Like that was really right. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I liked it. I like I like that one. How does it yep. compare to Gold Digger for you? <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, sort of like apples to oranges for me because, uh, you know, the the numbers, the numbers in the classroom are so different than like, because I'm not just taking song into consideration. I'm taking like production into consideration. Mm -hmm. So like Friday is much stronger because it's got got so many like parts to it. There's dancing, there's tons of voices. So I think, I think I like Friday. Andrew, what are you doing? I I'm gonna put you in the hot seat, Allison. I'm gonna go gold digger. Oh, okay, so. let's see. <laughs> okay, if we're basing it on what song do I want to hear again, it's gonna be gold digger for the Amber Riley. 
I want to hear it again. Or the Ember Riley. Yeah, I don't blame you. Friday, it is a big production. It's awesome. They changed up that Artie rap. That is completely different than the original song. Uh Totally. Um, I don't know who wrote the words to that rap, but credits to them. Um, But Gold Digger, it's episode two. Come on. Yeah, classic. It's it's what I want to see again in the next one. It is iconic. It is iconic. It is. So just to recap... Um, I have Papa Can You Hear Me in Thriller, Heads Will Roll, Going Forward, and Friday, Staying Behind. And I have Werewolves of London and Blackbird, Staying Behind, but Gold Digger, we'll see it again. We'll see it again. Yeah. See it again one day. <laughs> I love it. Allie, we loved you just recently in Only Murders in the Building. Obsessed. Thank you. What else can we expect from you? What's coming up? Well, I am in the fourth season of Ozark, which is coming out in January. Uh, Amazing. Yeah, (laughs) which is I'm really excited about. And uh, I'm shooting a show right now. I don't know when this will be released. It's called Echoes. Cool. Um, Okay. And that will be on Netflix. It's like a mystery thriller, kind of like a limited series situation. Okay. Uh, so it'll be like seven yeah. seven episodes of that. It's, it's with Michelle Monaghan and um, Matt Bomer and like some other amazing people. Um, and yeah. um, I am hoping to do my one woman show this next year um, once I'm back in this city. Um, and I don't have specific dates yet, but um, look out for it. Ah! Oh my gosh, doing literally everything everything this is insane <laughs> thank you. um well thank you so much for being our gleek of the week this week Allie. where can our glisteners find you yeah i i'm on instagram at ali stroker a-l-i-s-t-r-o-k-e-r and you know i'm sort Love of it. i'm sort of old school i just do the gram i'm not on tiktok okay. um but uh you can find me there and more more importantly go go watch my work because i always feel like (laughs) that's that's what speaks for me you know it's it's this amazing world where we can all be connected through social media but um i think it's also we're at a place right now where it's important to find like a healthy balance so that's something that i'm working on and uh this was just so fun tonight for me because i love glee like it represents such a such an amazing time in my life and so to like revisit and talk about it with you guys was just so special so thank you for having me well thank you for a dream yeah this is amazing <laughs> um yeah guys. to end the episode what we do is we I'll, I'll say three two one and then we all say bye in our most like <laughs> okay. cutest voices so okay Three, two, one. Bye. 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 This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuiGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at gleekoftheweekpod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Please! <laughs>
Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.